With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, go. We're back. The All-Star break is over. Uh, I know you guys have missed us. Uh, you know, we needed, we we put a lot of work in very clearly. We really okay. needed the rest. Um, but we're back with episode 73 of the Through the Island podcast. Uh how uh, uh, I think I'm joined by a special guest uh, co-host for this episode. Uh, your name is Mitchell. It's Mike. Uh, it's corporate Mike, uh, oh. and I am Didn't notice ready to rock. So no Islanders have ever worn 73. Looking it up right now. It's a sw- it's a swaggy um, number. I I I would like it. We're not going to see it um, until uh, Lou has an unfortunate schmelting accident. So. Uh, <laughs> But do you know what the highest Islander number to ever be worn is? I want to say, has somebody worn 92 or three? It's higher than that. 93 Doug weight. Huh? There's a, Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Doug weight. There's a, uh, uh, an interesting deadline acquisition that was made in 2007. That's got one more. 94. Oh, uh, 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 Richard Zednick, Ryan Smith. Oh, Ryan Smith. But, Holy shit. I forgot. Zednick but he, he's, he's beaten by a guy that I'm sure you were as excited for as I was. I remember Scott specifically being like me and Scott being like, I think this guy's going to rock. In 2014, number 96, Pierre Pierre Marc Bouchard. Oh wow, the big, the big get after after almost shocking the world against the Penguins, and you get uh, Pierre Marc Bouchard, who an, another one of uh, the the guys that they tried to get for John Tavares that didn't even make it through camp on his line, um, where they were like, oh yeah, no, that was uh, not gonna be the thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, he put up uh, 356 points in, like, 600 games. Respectable career. Unfortunately, his last season was when he signed with the Islanders and played uh, under 30 games. Yeah, not too good. Um, yeah. But, um, but uh, the you know, um, again, episode 73, I guess, reverse Mark Parrish situation. Right. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're back. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Wah, the Patrick Wah era. We now have uh, our first five game sample size of the Patrick Wah era, uh, two, two, and yeah. one. Um, 
how uh how are you feeling so far mike as the uh as the split loyalty disloyal i like to say uh islander fan seeing seeing patrick Waugh beginning uh picking back up uh as a head coach in the nhl now with your second favorite team the new york islanders so um what i'm gonna say is didn't deny it so what i'm gonna say is the big difference that i see between uh this tenure as a head coach and the one with the avs is so there was the explosive start with the avs and you saw that so much less so with the islanders and it's it's calculated and it's smart and i think it shows a ton of growth on patrick Waugh's end um you know, he literally almost fought Bruce Boudreaux in that first game. And I think that's kind of the thing that when people think back to Patrick Waugh coaching the Avs, it's he almost fought, fought Bruce Boudreaux's first. Um, there's three things. Almost fought Bruce, uh, pulled the goalie with 10 minutes to go in the third period, and uh, left the organization in August yeah. um, <laughs> before the start of the season. So it's it's like it's funny even though like I do think that there was a lot of really interesting stuff that he did as a coach uh, for them. But let, let me just say, I, I really just do think he's like, it really comes off that he knows what he's doing so much more so than with the abs where it kind of felt like I could be good at this. That's, that was the vibe. And now this is like, I am good at this and I know exactly what I'm doing. And I know all of the buttons to push and how to push them. And we haven't seen even close to the amount of kind of stuff that he can do to kind of motivate and uh, tweak uh, just kind of, you know, tweaking lineup, tweaking uh, uh, matchups, that kind of that kind of thing. I, I, I truly think that like this, the little break, uh, from the NHL and coaching elsewhere, um, I I I just really think that the Islanders got a guy that wasn't on everyone's radar. You know what I mean? Like again, I go back to that where it was like we were talking about how the coaching needed to change, and yeah, and we didn't. None we, of us... But yeah, there was no like perfect fit guy for yeah for uh beyond this season or just feeling like you had uh that that it wasn't just a a panic move. You know, right. th yeah. this this is a new table being set. Uh, you, on the outline that you made, because uh, uh, I'm potting through. Uh, right. It's not, it's not COVID, but uh, everybody is getting sick all the time. Pretty good. Pretty good that are, that we all have to continue working and uh, just well, you know. doing it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, you made the outline said uh, the vibes and and the the Patrick Wah vibes are. They've been they've been great. Um, uh, just because it, what you said about like he seems like he can do this, it, it feels like what I sense is I mean, he's not even sense he's expressed like his passion for the game and he has a gratitude for for getting this position. I think that is uh, a perfect fit with this team. You know, the critique is. You know, what are you going to do? You, you have so many of these guys that, that are the, – the Islanders' age is way overemphasized, especially when you consider who their best players are, and they're all in their 20s. Like, they're, the oldest ones are 28. Um, but, the, you know, the, the common talk was just like, oh, well, what are you going to do with this team? That They should rebuild, but they can't. And it's like, well, now, now they, have a, they have a coach that is probably very happy after 
you know, go having to go back to the juniors of getting to to play with kind of the ensemble style of of style of play styles of player personalities um, that you get in in with this Islander lineup actually like in particular like there's not a lot there are there are enough there are enough young players that there's there's a there's some sculpting for him to do but it's clear that that he he's enjoying that he's getting to just kind of jump into uh the x's and o's a bit uh which which apparently is one of the things that he's been very lauded for Mm -hmm. absolutely um so ultimately vibes are pretty good for you you're saying yeah, they're pretty good, and I think it's aided by the fact of of you know the break the break happening when it did, uh, and and it it being enough to get uh, Ryan Pulak back and Adam Pellick, who we'll we'll get into I guess when we run run through just the a little bit of an overview of the games and what we've seen so far. Uh, him surviving that gutless gutless puke, you balding ugly fuck, Brendan Gallagher. Oh my yeah. god! I'm very glad you're never gonna win a cup, you little shitbag fuck. I'm so angry. I'm so fucking angry that the Islanders didn't get to play them. We would have beat his fucking ass in the in the cup a couple of years ago. It would have been tough. It would have been tough to see for them. Um, I, so ultimately, Pelic's okay. Yes. Uh, kind of shocked by it. Yeah. Um, I, I I was very like I, I I said I said in the chat I was like. I'm a big Kenny Johnson fan, so it's you know it's they're they're very similar players. Unfortunately, down to the concussion situations, um, the BISs, the brain injury, uh, the brain injury situations, and I was just like, you know what, what is it? Especially just because he's had a couple like all concussions are bad, but he's had like multiple clear, like the last three concussions that he's gotten. Well, I mean, maybe this wasn't a concussion. I don't know. It's hard to say this wasn't a concussion. Clearly, it was a fucking head injury. Regardless, the fact that he's back is a shock. And I, I yeah, I was like, dude, in my head, I was already looking like, oh, is this going to be a forever LTIR situation? Just because, you know, he's had, he had one earlier this year, no? Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. You're thinking of last year. He had a tough. Yeah, the he, Bortuzzo, had... he had the Bortuzzo one last year. Oh boy. Um, he, he had, he had another injury, but it was not a head injury. Um, yeah. So, uh, ultimately he is fine. Pollock is back, which is crazy. Um, just, it just feels like it's been so long. Um, and, and that, that kind of gets into the next little bit that I had, which was, I, I, I kind of want to pick a couple of guys that you see a difference in good or bad five, um, five games in essentially, like uh, whether it is a vibe that you get where it's like Patrick Wild is going to fix this guy, or you're already seeing a difference, or if it's like I just I don't know if this is uh if this guy's going to survive Patrick Wild, which I kind of think we 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 saw that with uh Gauthier. I think that he's probably done. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. It just it just doesn't feel like he fits it. I, I think the message is kind of loud and clear where it's like, there's no, there's not a roster spot for him. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, okay. Like they've said, it's, it's playoff games from here on out. And that, that means attention to detail and execution is key. And the problem with Julian Gauthier is he has none of those. He, he has, he has some decent skills. Like he has a pretty crazy shot when he, when he, when he gets it off. 
and he has great wheels, but he doesn't uh, think the game well, and he doesn't seem to play with consistent intensity uh, or 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 execution uh, mm-hmm. to 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 validate his spot over guys that uh, that whatever the thing that they do is, you can more reliably count on to mm-hmm. to do it or you know in in some cases like you know he 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 gave Wallstrom a a vote of confidence in guys that he's willing to he feels that there's probably a little bit more to to see um to get to your your question i guess just particular players things that we've seen so far uh Pagel looks like he's he's been renewed i mean he he has a jump that he has not had i think since those since that that playoff run uh yeah I'm thinking it could be a French thing. I, 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 For real, I mean, Wa Wa is, is yeah. a fucking national. He like he's a French French Canadian all timer. Uh, yeah. Mount Mount Rushmore situation there, and uh, I think. Uh, but I I also wonder if it's just how much. One of the things we talked about earlier was that he he was a a, a Trot's disciple, and it feels like. Uh, he, when the, the the script changed to Lane, obviously some of it might be injuries, but it seemed like under Lane there there wasn't a, a descript kind of feel to his game uh, in that time. He was just kind of there. He was just a, an unremarkable two way player. It feels like like uh, uh, under Lane Lambert, and now you're seeing uh, just more. I think more tenacity, uh, not because tenacity makes it seem like he wasn't trying. It's just, it's again, that execution. It just seems like he's on more. He's getting to more pucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's looking more I, dangerous shot wise. Yeah. I, 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 I tend to agree. And, um, I, I think that the two that I would pick are kind of the obvious ones, which is maybe not, do I see a difference immediately, good or bad? But I really like. Well, it, I'm gonna group them. I'm gonna group three of them together, which is Mayfield, uh, Engvall, and Wallstrom. Guys that he kind of like. He didn't give that. Um, so he obviously gave the vocal kind of. Uh, uh, you know his his vote of confidence to Engvall specifically, who was like, "This is a good player who's gonna do good things on this team." Wallstrom, he gave that. I've got time for this guy and Mayfield. Uh, nothing, nothing really vocally, but you see the assistant coaches working with them closely. You see that, like very clearly, um, it seems like they, they, they can fix him. Is is what the idea is? I think, or that they um, know that they le- have to. They, they know, like I, I mean, and honestly, in both of those cases, Engvall and and Mayfield, because of the contracts, you literally, you're not like we can just, uh, you know, uh fucking bitch and moan and shit on them all all we want but like yeah okay his job is he has to get those guys to work and and i think you know engvall it's it's interesting like uh, i guess especially when you think about that kind of patrick wah the hot-headedness the uh the the guy that that uh was aggravated at matt duchene for the goal celebration Mm -hmm. uh like the fact that when you have as egregious a giveaway as Engvall had in that Montreal game, uh, mm-hmm. to to you know put him back out there, uh, I think 
for me, it, it, it's a bit of it on some levels frustrating, but for him, he's, he's owning the fact that it's a fresh, as much as you're saying, this is, this is uh it's playoff games from here on out. He's also aware enough. Uh, he's also aware enough to know that it's gotta be a fresh start. It like everything has to be treated like a fresh start. So this needs to be treated as the first time this guy's made this mistake. And, and like, and that was a pretty, to me, that was a pretty telling sign in terms of like, okay, he's, he's, he's seemingly going to at least give everybody at least one, you know what I mean? And yeah. I think, I think that's, that's big just because like, it wasn't just the, the, the giveaway. It's the giveaway after that, that comeback after that gutless hit, you know, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, the, and that you got like Paul Mary back on the board guy getting off the schneid to, to start that comeback and and uh or was it barzell then then it was Bar- barzell and then palmary that and then and then horvat tied it right or no no it was just it was just barzell. Uh, right yeah right it, 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 so i was regardless uh, yeah it yeah. was a thing where i i was at a show that actually ended pretty early it was at carnegie hall and um and I was walking back and I was like, oh, they're down three, one. And I saw that the five minute major was happening. I was like, oh boy. And so the way that Carnegie hall is, is it's, I don't have to cross any avenues to get to Penn. So I'm literally just walking, walk through times square, which is pretty funny. It's, it's like good to check in at times square once every couple of years, just to see what's going on there. It's the same. Um, it's always the same. It, it is the same, but, but it, it changes slightly. You know what I mean? Where like uh, never, before were there people trying to take my picture and sell it to me like it's a great gimmick man it's an amazing gimmick and then like i just feel like it was it was one of those moments where i'm walking through times square i'm not kidding it was three different people were shooting music videos you know like like it was just not real music videos you know what i mean yeah yeah uh yeah. uh someone trying to take pictures of me and and sell them to me Two people selling mixtapes, and then the uh, all of the people uh, masquerading around as Elmo, or like just dressing up and trying to get you to give them money to take pictures with them. Um, so hey, I, I, I'm, I I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm glad that there's a mixtape hustler still. You know, streaming. What if yeah. if everything's streaming, you you are subject to that shit just being taken down by the providers. So having the physical copy very very important. Yeah, and so. Ultimately, I'm walking through and I see the uh, the five minute major. I put my phone in my pocket as I get to Penn. I see it's three three. I'm like, let's go. And then yeah. I get on the train and I see that they've lost four to three in regulation, um, yeah. which I found a little peculiar because I was like, didn't they just tie it up three to three? They did. Um, right. But, yeah. Uh, but to but... bring this back to Engball, like the, after that, he he still gave him rope. Um, and I thought that was you know I was like, all right, in the grand scheme. Even if I'm annoyed as fuck about this player, I feel like this is in service of Wa feeling out this team, and I think that's better. It's better to to uh, engage that way. Um, to your point about Mayfield, I also think the fact that now that Pulak's back, that is going to help with de-emphasizing, uh, like Mayfield. Mayfield gets to just be a third pair, chip it out guy, you know, and and I think. I think he he thrives when he's on that third when, when the Islanders have like a, a good top four going, and and then you have Mayfield as as like a shit stirrer on the third pair. That's where he really thrives. I agree. I agree. And, the, uh, the 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 clip of him and Cal going after Tavares 
Uh, tax tax dodging John Tavares is pay your taxes, John. Pay your taxes. They, they pay for they pay for the free health care that everyone gets. Uh, uh, it, it's fucking awesome. It's good. Don't be don't be a bastard, you piece of shit. Uh, maybe if you didn't take your contract all in bonuses and you just took it regular style on Long Island, life would have been different for a lot of people. You fucking moron. Um. <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, no, I, that's I just I just ultimately feel like I think that the theme through this that I feel myself is positivity while being like a stern positivity and a productive positivity, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's, it's not it's not blind optimism. It is like uh, there's stuff that's bad um, that we need to fix. And there's also some stuff that's good that we need to get better at. I, that That's kind of the vibe that I get. I really like Matt Barzell's uh, blueprint. You know, we are, we're creating a blueprint to win a champ to become champions. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and Barzell and Wa are clearly like just clicking. Yeah. Uh, shout, shout out to Pete judge, friend of the pod scout showing us his, uh, his scouting guide that he had going into the 2015 draft where he had had Barzell pegged as going to the then coached uh, Colorado Avalanche. Said that he probably would fit really well with Wa, and here we are now and seeing it in real time. Um, yeah, yeah, it's true. In 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 that instance, the uh, the Blue Jackets draft Miko Rantanen, which is curious. Um, it's a it's a whole his his uh, his list is interesting, and honestly. It's a pretty good. He kind of hits on a lot of stuff. He, it, um, it, it hits on the scale, but he's wrong about the Islanders, so right. it's different. Um, and right. we'll and we'll 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 tell him he's wrong. Um, coming up uh, in a couple episodes. Um, yeah. at, yeah, Brock Nelson had a quote actually about about why that I think it hits on what you're talking about. Uh, from Thirty Two Thoughts, they oh they found a way to uh, found a, a second to talk about the Islanders, uh, or the it, on the the uh, article version. That uh, says uh, he's passionate, but not in a military. You do this way. It's more of an I need you to do this way. Yeah, and I think yeah. that that's very key. I think uh, you know, like you said, uh, I, I think um, I'm really curious. Uh, you know, we ha- he's only had one game. A guy that I'm really curious about how he'll play under what is Pulak because I think I've I've been banging the drum about this about he has too much offensive skill and he's paid too much, frankly, for him to not not like be expected to produce. And why had a quote that was something along the lines of like, you know, we're we're not playing to be a defensive team. We want to be a team that that uh, plays well and or I forgot the exact quote. The gist of it was I remember one of the things we don't want to stay in our in our zone for for a minute, even if we're keeping it to the outside. We're not going to do that. He wants yeah. to go, but he wants to take care of things first. Uh, and and it seems like, you know, it's it's frankly not that different from from Barry, but it's maybe flipped where it's he wants to go go go, and make sure that they're able to to withstand uh, the counter punches. You yeah. know, where, whereas Trotz was a counter puncher, uh, this is kind of a little bit of a flip of that, and I, I think. I think Pulak will will uh, 
definitely. And by virtue of, of the team playing more offensively too, you know, so he'll, what, what he'll, he'll have more opportunities to pinch up and, and be passed to. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, he's a guy that I'm, I'm very much going to have uh, my eye on moving forward, just because uh, I think, I think, uh, and like you said, it's been so long, like w watching. So uh, I, I watched a, a re, uh, on replay the game, the, the Toronto game. Did you watch the whole Toronto game? I did. Um, I watched. Um, I I missed a little bit of the third, but other than that, I watched the whole game. And and that was just the most crisp. Like the defense looked has looked. That's the most crisp an Islanders defense I think has looked since the the playoff run, probably. Yeah. Like that um, from one to six, each guy was just like, cause even, you know, I'm curious to see how Riley will look against a more physical team um, than the Leafs. But, but still, again, those guys being just him and Mayfield being pure third pair guys is a great place for them to be in a lineup. And Pelic Pulak just, it's, they're right back. They're back uh, to where, I mean, Let's let's see if they keep it going. But they, it, it was just how calming it was to see them just like playing smart, concise hockey. It was just it's it's so sorely missed. And like uh, I've I've said before, nothing really puts me at ease as much as uh, you know shifts where. You have Sorokin and and you know Varlamov too, but definitely Sorokin uh, behind Pelik and Pulak. And that now with Dobson and Romanov, you have two pairs that I feel pretty good about all the time. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with as far as the players. And and I mean, I, I, it looks like you're you're vamping, so I'll just touch on Sorokin. Man, he it, the the break did him wonders. He looked amazing. He looked amazing last uh, last game against the the Leafs and and he, like uh, Jay Fresh had had a analytics piece today about just how you know save percentage is not a great thing to read goalies by uh, when you when you yeah. get like when you get into like the deep analyst like I guess those like professional analytics that we don't have access to that he said that like yeah Sorokin is way high like is way higher up in performance evaluation than his numbers suggest this year because the Islanders allow so many like crease and cross slot shots that it's hard to, it's hard to evaluate uh, yeah. him in traditional ways. And uh, yeah, so really glad I, I was not having uh, meltdowns and Zapruder filming every goal that he, he let in all fucking season. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I, completely agree and i think there's a way of kind of seeing i i i do think there's a way of the eye test kind of seeing how much high danger there has been in terms of just his body of work right um it does it just felt like the thing was collapsing around him all the time um yeah um so let me let me use this to transition into my next thing which is you know, looking into just where the Islanders are at, do you, where where is your head at in terms of playoffs? Because, uh, I mean, you know, for what it's worth, 
There's 32 games for them left. Everyone's kind of around the same. I know that the Penguins and Devils have played a handful of less games um, and are only a point behind, but I look at the goal differential being minus 22, and that doesn't bother me as much now because it feels like everything is being changed. Um, but where is your head at? Every, everything right. about everything about looking at the like I'm I'm looking at the the one part of the the NA, the shitty NHL app that is like coherent is the standing section. Yeah, yeah, definitely. and and just looking at their record, you can tell. You look at it and you go, "What the fuck? What the ever loving fuck happened here? How does a team how is a team 21, 17, and 12, 50 games into a season, um, a minus twenty two? Yet is just outside the the playoff bubble, and yes, there's a game and games in hand situation which uh, doesn't look great. But again, this is to me where goaltending, where where goaltending one like I think can can really bear out, and I think arrested a and recharged Sorokin and Var- Varlamov um, is huge, and and not just that connected to that, the Islanders have their first like fully healthy lineup right now like fully everybody's in every single player that you'd want in with the exception maybe kyle mcclain who we'll get into in the second part of this this bulletin point that you have here um who got who just got sent down uh just so they could make space for sezikis to be back Mm -hmm. uh i think you know as far as roster players that you have now they have everything Everybody's kind of where you'd expect them to be or or would want them to be. And it's just and they all know the assignment of it's time to go. So I think do I think playoffs are gonna happen? Um I'm I'm treating it as yes because because last year was fairly similar. The math wasn't mm-hmm. great, it's quote unquote. Um, but now you have a more because you know their comeback last year happened through first they get Horvat, but then Barzell gets injured and then they just copy the, the trots game. And it was clear that, that that was just something that, you know, you know, one of the things that one of the arguments against trots was that his, his style would, would, uh, would plateau after a while, like the results plateau after a while, because it's very demanding. And I think that, uh, I think that, you know, so maybe that was an effort to get them into the playoffs, but clearly they were not able to pick it back up uh, from that this year. Or they, they didn't, you assume that if they could have, they would have. Um, so it, in a way, we, we've been joking in, in the chat, but not really, that, that, wow, really long training camp this year. And in a way, it's kind of real. Like, in a way, it's, it's you know, everybody's rested, everybody's healthy, as healthy as you can be this deep into a season. It, 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 I, I, I almost like it's such a cop out to to be to be like I'm not sure. Obviously, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Is what I think. I ultimately think that they are healthy and getting this bump at the right time. I think you're going to see enough of a push where we're talking more about playoffs than we are. Like I said, ultimately in this bullet point, I was like playoffs question mark looking ahead to next season. And that's kind of my, where's your head at? Are you looking at the the team like, uh, oh, this is how good they can be next season if they kind of, you know, 
if, if, if a full season under Patrick Waugh, or are we looking at we've got enough juice in the tank to still salvage the season? I, well, I'm looking and I'm thinking, and I, I just think about the runs that teams go on, both good and bad. Um, and and no one in this division, I really don't think anyone in this division is all that good. The Rangers did play a really good game against the the Avalanche the other night. Um, but I they've been like so, so up and down. And the the hurricane started off weird, and they're, now they're they're kind of playing a little bit better. You know, it's like the Flyers are an enigma. The Penguins and the Devils, the Devils don't have goaltending. The Penguins can't figure it out. Um, the Penguins can't win, even though look, their goal differential is plus fifteen. Penguins are perplexing, um, and the Capitals of the Blue Jackets stink. I, I, I think it's wide open. I really do. I think it's wide open to at least get into that wild card spot, and even just looking at. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Red Wings. Yeah, the Red Wings and the and the Lightning are the two teams that you have to worry about. Well, really, the Leafs are in that conversation too. But you know what? Any of these teams, other than the Bruins, probably are. Yeah. Um, because because like I said, the oh, and the, and the and the Panthers. Like I said, yeah, the the the, the Panthers feel a little bit more solid than ever, the teams below them, but yeah. yeah I don't know. I think uh, again it, it, and again that I went to go see them play the Panthers and they played them so well. And the Panthers are a team that's been playing unbelievably. Um, yeah. I, so I think. I mean, I I I think whether 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 it's you know, you know I think what's great is that they're gonna they they're gonna go for it because I think the Islanders might as well. They're not going to just try to lose, and especially. Patrick Waugh is not going to try to rebuild no. this seat like mid season. No, he's not going to do that. But uh, so what I like is that he's going to go for it. And worst, worst case scenario, it's going to, it's going to drive, it's going to drive value up for guys that um, probably need to be moved. This Some moves need to be made. Uh, I think, you know, Dobson, Dobson is getting, you know, Norris uh finalist uh love. And that that he's gonna have a huge contract and he's gonna deserve it. You gotta start prepping for that. Um and I think, you know, so it benefits in general, I never root against the Islanders. Uh I never root for losing. Um, but especially it 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 is gonna be nice to watch them go because I also think guys are trying to play their asses off because they're trying to also, they're trying to prove their value to the organization because they know something might change. Like they know the cap situation. They know that uh, anybody that's on a contract right now, that's like above like four mil or something like that, that's signed for, for uh, multiple years has to kind of, uh, you know, keep their eyes open. And I think, um, so I, th- I think it's going to be fun to watch, but uh, as far as next year goes, I, I I do think I'm I'm already starting to see next year kind of play out. Like I th- I think it's very likely we will see. Uh, um, it's very likely the fourth line is is going to be completely different. Like I think uh, I haven't good or bad noticed them that much, but like uh, like I haven't really seen. Clutterbuck hasn't been all that noticeable to me outside of uh, 
jumping um, <laughs> the the tax fraud, the tax cheat, John Tavares. Um, yeah, and and yep. and I think that like you 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 know next year if you have McLean as the left wing, and and like Fashing as the as the fourth line right wing, I think that's that's pretty good. Um, yeah, and and uh, you know I but I do think next year I like I do think. Uh, it's hard. I I wonder. See, going into the break, going into the All Star break, because you know the the assumption was uh, was that he was done, like that that Pelic might be done for the season, mm-hmm. and uh, you know didn't know because Pulak. I, I remember like it seemed like we weren't really getting much information about him skating with the team or doing much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was kind of I was kind of, of of the mind. I was in a seller's mind going into the break just because I was like, Jesus, if if Pelic's done for the year and we don't even have a timeline on Pulak, then what like literally what are we gonna do? I I, I uh was of like a seller's mind to the extent where I was like, you know, we gotta start having some considerations and conversations with and around Brock. Um but now now I don't I don't see it that way. I do I do think that in the summer you'd maybe see a Palmieri um trade if you know if he if he gets to his twenty if if he gets to yeah, like twenty goals or something, yeah. one year left on the on that deal, um I could I could see that. Uh but um yeah, yeah I, we'll I don't we'll I'm see. curious about all that. Next year is going to be nice because training camp. Like I, I'm, look, I I uh, am looking forward to him having a training camp because, you know, it's been brought up before. But when we talk about next year, like the Bridgeport has a lot of like, huh, interesting guys. They have a lot of like, you know, um, I wonder how that that guy would do in the pros, where like each guy has like a bit of a fatal flaw or or just reason to doubt them, but also reason to think like. Hey, that guy might might be you know useful. Ishikov keeps you know ending every every week. I'm I'm on Twitter, and there's a new highlight of him uh, making a crazy deke or or getting a clutch goal. Uh, you know, Dufour has that shot. Um, Maggio I haven't heard much about this year, but he's still early in his development. But like, yeah, you know, it's it, I'm very curious to be able to uh see what what he'll what he'll cook up next year because i think you know the style again the style's already you know changing what he's going to get to do when he when he can just dictate like you said he's not really rocking the boat with lines and whatnot and that's good i'm glad that he's not it wouldn't no. it would be a mess if he did because if if he did that yeah. he 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 needs to know know that he's working with something that has familiarity it within itself as he's getting fam- like familiar with it, but you know, I'm very, I'm very fascinated by by what um, what next year will be because I, I'd like to think that you might see some of these guys get more of a sincere look uh, next year in camp. Yep. Um, all right. Let's let's move on to the kind of extracurricular stuff. Um, Let's start light and end grim, and then we'll look ahead to the next handful of games. Starting light, legitimately curious, 
did you watch the Grammys? And are you like, what, 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 I want to gauge your interest in, in the Grammys. I watched, I watched the Grammys. Yeah. Um, I, so, uh, Lauren, uh, my fiance, not your wife, uh, right. wanted to watch, uh, wanted to watch cause she's a big, uh, big Taylor fan, big, big, uh, big, well. big, uh, Miley fan. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and, and I had to work on, um, some dumb shit for my day job that I'm, I'm hoping fucking fires me. Um, uh -huh. so, uh, uh, so I can, you know, just kind of chill for a bit. I can dedicate more to the pod. Um, and so like, I was just kind of sitting here and, and, and paying attention to it. Cause obviously, you know, yeah. music, I, I, I want to check it out. And like, I thought, uh, I thought it's kind of weird. Like I, I, I thought, um. In general, I, being like I don't know, it, there's no way to say this uh, in in an unpretentious way, but watching the Grammys as like an you know quote unquote like alternative like artist yeah. feel feels weird. Like if it like the 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 production and construction of it and the the naked uh, industry being celebrated. <laughs> uh in in some capacity or or being kind of lionized uh you know uh just by virtue of how hyped up it gets and you know trevor no like i the 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 host shtick i'm just tired i think i'm tired of award show hosts i i don't know that there's a good one but i don't really I have... watch award shows much so like oh yeah this is like very kind of stilted not really uh you know, saying much of anything. The jokes are really muted, really muted mm -hmm. jabs type things. Um, but uh, yeah, I watch. <laughs> so, so I, I monitored it, but didn't watch. Um, the, the Grammys are, so you know that I've, I've got my own spreadsheet that I do for Oscars and my own Grammys as well, where I keep track of what I would do. And I want to go back and do like, all I would go I would go back all the way to the 20s and 30s and I would love to as like a little project fill that out for myself and really comb through it and constantly tweak because uh, I've I've done it the last handful of years um I take the Oscars relatively seriously because they uh, they you know platform interesting art and the Grammys are and 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 let me just say this about the Oscars as well that it makes sense the categories themselves make sense. The Grammys are fundamentally broken. And, and like, I say this, there, there's a couple of reasons why, obviously. One being the, just the amount of genre that doesn't even get touched is insane to me. And, and just, like, the, I, I do think that there needs to be a more, ba more balance in terms of what gets televised, what doesn't. I think it's psychotic that there's record of the year and album of the year, two separate things. The The reason being that one was meant, used to be meant for music, the other meant for comedy records or like soundtracks, which have won in the past. The mm -hmm. first two of the first like three or four Grammys were won by comedy records. It, it like for album of the year, I believe. And record of the year was music. Um, Taylor Swift won album or record of the year for a record that she technically put out in 2022 which is psychotic so coming from someone who i i love taylor swift it is psychotic that that happened um yeah. 
you know, and of course there's a, a mix of things that I'm relatively interested in. I'm always interested in like uh, big production pop music or just big production music in general. It, you know, uh, Joni Mitchell performance is really interesting. Joni, Mi- Joni Mitchell's performance is awesome. I, I, I think that she's legitimately one of the best songwriters, period. Um, it, it just is fundamentally broken. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to fix them. I, I think that the categories need to be chopped, condensed. Uh, I, I, I think that it, I, 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 I have a whole, like, I have a list of grievances and, and way to kind of sort it out in my head, but I, I just, I, I need, I would need time. And, and uh, let me give you one fix in terms of the host situation that you're talking about. I have a proposal. Oh, what's that? Okay. Red carpet Connor O'Malley and host Tim Robbins. Oh, okay. I think I I think that that would have potential to be something that that would be legitimately insanely hilarious and would be like dead in the room. Like yes, because it strikes me as like I I know that 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 I think you should leave has all this like esteem to it. No, but, yeah, it's not but, it's not there. But I know, it, but, but it's, it, it, it's the type of thing too where it's also like uh at my bachelor party, we were we were watching some old Tom Green that we were able to find on on YouTube, and and at at the end of one episode, he uh, uh, drives home a bunch of uh, fans that came in the uh, studio audience members that drove from upstate New York, uh, and and what he does is he just does the jokes that he does to his parents to them. He goes into their ha- like he goes into their house and just like tries to like ask if if like he can shower take a shower and and in their house and yeah. and they don't like it as much when when they're subject to it and right, i feel like right. that would be very much the type of thing that would play mm-hmm. out there i i have a more realistic uh host um but in the same vein i i think that nathan fielder could legitimately host the oscars i think that that would be an interesting fit i think he just legitimately like he, he he's got his big boy producer uh you know pants on he, he he's he's crafting worlds here um it, it, or i i believe my i and i was i i think what you really give nathan is and this is a good transition um you give him the super bowl halftime show he gets to create you know he gets 15 minutes on the world stage right well, yeah. And I mean, it's funny that you mentioned the Super Bowl, because if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks and 200 instantly in bonus bets. Let's take a look at the the lines and odds. Uh, are, are you uh, are, are you ready to go big uh, uh, for the Super Bowl this year, Mike, on the on the? Um... I, I have to be honest. I wish that uh, the two teams that lost in the uh, in the conference finals were the ones who advanced. I think it would be a more interesting Super Bowl. I'm looking. I like, do not. I do not see a time machine option here. Uh, oh. 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 Well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Can we get Can we get the Lions and the Ravens in, or even just one of them? They They don't have anything for that. But yeah. Well, they have like. A lot of just uh, parlays, like built-in parlays. Uh, they have one that's called "What Happens in Vegas," so that's interesting. In the right. zone, run CMC. 
that's a good pun. Uh, that's for uh, that's for uh, Christian McCaffrey. I like I like the like what color Gatorade is getting poured on the winning head coach. Um, you know, I I think there I I, I I'm not sure uh, if this is an option, but I know that there are now lines for like what Taylor Swift's outfits are going to be. I'm not sure, but but what something that I am sure about is that you should download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www. One eight hundred Gambler. Net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Yeah, I mean, so that, that's just one of my thoughts on the Super Bowl. Um, but, uh, you know, it, so the, the Taylor Swift of it all is interesting because, I mean, it's been, we don't, we don't need to, you know, uh, belabor the point about it, uh, but it's just the the fact of how little time has actually been spent showing her uh, sure. versus I, I, what the discourse is. I mean, it's just, a, it's just another, uh, the the fact that, like, the culture war it's funny it the the like when you think about culture war and football and like inflection point kind of being colin kaepernick taking taking the knee and now you now you have it where now the now right wingers are injecting it for uh not real uh things uh complete like completely insane uh theories about it being rigged uh and and thinking that that her being shown at all is indoctrination of some it's it's the 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 leaps that are being made is are are fucking crazy um yeah i i i think that people's brains got seriously damaged during the covid lockdown and um people retreated into the internet and a lot of people have not come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think people, a lot of people are just broken. I think a lot of Dunzo Rapunzo is happening right now. It's not good. Um, it, yes. And, and like you said, we don't have to spend a ton of time on it. Um, I, it's, it's probably really good for the growth of football that Taylor Swift is going to be there. It's legitimately getting young people into football that wouldn't, uh, normally watch it like specifically young women um oh yeah it's 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 so it's an interesting thing and it's not like i'm saying like it's going to grow the game in the sense that a lot of these young women are going to go on to become <laughs> you know like that they're going to go on to play in the nfl i'm saying that the more people watching your sport the bigger it gets the better the more money goes around and the better everyone everyone benefits um but whatever uh like i said i'm completely pro taylor swift i think she's an unbelievable songwriter it is uh, perplexing that she won the grammy for wow the year. there there there's a for the swifties 
So I guess we're technically out okay. of the ad read now, but there is a for the Swifties on, on DraftKings. Uh, there's, there's a, there's one 22, any quarter to have 22 points scored. Okay. Anti-hero, Brock Purdy, 20, uh, 250 plus passing yards and, and two plus passing touchdowns. Okay, sure. uh, blank space, that's uh, Travis Zeros. Kelsey to score an okay. octopus. Okay. Uh, th- and there's more like that, but yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So, hey, that's th- hey. Li- that's good. I mean, it's just in general, it's just like, doesn't it seem? I, I, I. One of the things that I it reminds you. One of the things that that I'm just liking so much more about UBS Arena is that like you're seeing just so many more different types of people. You're seeing, uh, you're seeing more. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely seeing more more racial diversity. But I feel like I'm also just noticing a lot more like younger, like just kids, like and high school kids. Yeah. Whereas like when when I was going to uh, Islander games when I was in high school at the Coliseum, it was like it was only us us freaks, you know. Like you yeah. you clearly were just an Islander, like uh, just oh you you obsess over this on on HF boards uh, all the time. And uh, I yeah. think Islanders Point Blank was another site at that time. Uh, but yeah, I, so it's, uh, it's good that more people get into it's, it's good that, that, uh, people are, are, I mean, uh, uh, Lauren was watching the last game with me, uh, be, be like in part because of that. And it's just like, it's fun. Uh, yeah. And it, it's nice to get to have uh, more people that you can share things with. I, I don't know yeah. how to explain it to, to, uh, these just completely misanthropic freak weirdos. Uh, but it's actually good to have a good time and to try to make things good with other people. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you, uh, are you excited for the game itself? No, I, uh, I, so I, I like the Broncos and the chiefs are like the Rangers. Like it's like I own the Rangers, the chiefs of the Rangers. It's like if the Rangers were really good and, and had like an unbelievable, like, you know, they, they could win their, this is the fourth Super Bowl they're going to in a handful of years. They could win their third. It's it sickens me, um, and it wow. sickens me even more that Taylor Swift is uh, a part of this team, a, a woman that I, I legitimately think is great, uh, like as an artist. Um, so no, I I hope that the Forty ers win, um, and if they don't, I have I had some kid that I teach is a big Chiefs fan, so it's good for him. Happy for him. Um, you know, I would have loved to see the Detroit Lions, who have never been to a Super Bowl, um, even though they've been to a conference final eight years, never made it to the Super Bowl. So that's a little depressing. And then the Ravens have a pretty interesting team too. Um, so yeah, no, I, 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 I you know, I, I think that the halftime show is like, I'm not particularly looking forward to it. I'm curious about it, but it, you know. It's, should be fine. Oh, I'm um, a big, I'm a big, it's, it's, it's Usher, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah. come on. You're not a bit, you're not an Usher guy. I'm not like the biggest Usher guy. And I think it was Lauren, my wife, not your fiance. Oh, okay. Cool. Was, was showing me like, she was like, oh, you know, she was kind of going through the Usher stuff and I was like pretty unfamiliar with it. What? Um, you, you, you weren't familiar with the confessions part two or burn. So no, but she showed me confessions part two, which I thought was just an unbelievable idea for a song. 
Um, yeah. Oh, it's it's a. I used it when they when they announced uh, Barry Trotz was fired. I used it the the hold on, you're playing with me. <laughs> bit from the beginning. Um, that's like my yeah. favorite meme. Like that that when when the Confessions Part Two meme. I think I saw it used biblically once. Uh, uh, I, I think about uh, the Last Supper or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, I so yeah, I, the game itself. Uh, no, I'm not particularly looking forward to it, but I'll watch if it. But if it it is one of those things where if it becomes a blowout, I will. I'll be like, all right, I'm out. I'm gonna watch whatever you know, a movie, something. Um, and then you know, I'll monitor it, and if it, I'll watch the celebration because I'm always curious about that. Uh, you know, whatever. It's uh, I we'll see. I'll watch it though. For sure. Yeah. I, I think football is a really interesting sport. Uh, I, I like, I think it's the ultimate social sport. And I think that like, I've seen some of the worst sports games ever as football games and some of the best. It's like, a, it, it, there's really very rarely a, a middle for me with that sport. Um, yeah. But I mean, I yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, with like, like with a lot of things and like with the, the unfortunate thing that we have to get into, uh, Sometimes it's hard to to separate the culture from the sport, uh, it or or to have uh, to separate it from factoring into how you feel about um, the sport. Just yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of the blackballing uh, is just uh, appalling, and then and then the how they they then try to be really two faced about it during during twenty twenty, like everybody did, but like that. Them particularly being one of the main inflection points in 2016 of the culture war shit to then in 2020 try to backpedal just felt so transparently fake um, and disingenuous. Uh, yeah. And uh, but yeah, and, and, you know, and what we're alluding to with the bad culture, of course, is the uh, the 2018 uh, World Juniors uh, Canadian team and the uh, the uh let me get this correct the the sexual assault um charges that have been rendered against uh philadelphia flyers goalie carter hart michael mcleod and cal foot of the new jersey devils dylan dubé of the uh, calgary flames and alex formanton formerly of uh the senators um for uh for offenses that they are uh i guess we have to legally say accused of uh committing uh yeah allegedly or whatever legally we have to say here uh but um after i guess during it was during the juniors or after i i i I don't i i that i don't know and and this is this is a thing that's that's tricky about this it's going to be tricky to speak about this for a while What, what we're going to have to do is ultimately like talk about it in short bursts as we get new information as of right now they have been charged is what I believe is the announcement was on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what we understand, it's going to be like a really lengthy, uh, it's going to be a really lengthy uh, uh, process that like um, all of these guys are under contract, at least the NHL guys uh, are under contract through the end of the year, but nothing after that. And, you know, they're getting paid their salaries um because because they haven't been charged with anything formally um and because sexual assault is such a it, it is such a, a a thing where it's like 
you, I, I understand where the league is coming from, where they go until these guys have been charged with something, we can't really withhold their pay. Um, uh, yeah, man, I, it's, it's just depressing all around. Um, and I don't know enough about what happened, nor do I think anyone out on the outside really does to, um, to, to really speak on like what the consequences will be. Like, I don't know the severity of it details. All I know is that something happened and it was bad, um, involving a victim and five, five men. It's, and and it's, and it's just like, it's just depressing. And I think the, uh, I, I think that the, the police, in in Canada, the the way that they've kind of speak speaking about it, spoken about it, it it seems like it's being handled with as much care as possible, um, especially for you know just these the, this type of thing is tough um, to navigate, and I think that like they are uh, just treating it with a little more respect than we might have seen in in, in past years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's this this kind of thing is being taken more seriously uh every year every every day that passes well it's it's about you know it's a it's about time and and you know kudos to uh what's his name uh rick rick westhead that that's really kind yeah, of been covering of he's been doing so much of the reporting on this because it's like so this by itself is you know appalling and 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 um it's hard awful. to wrap your head around. It's, it's it, and it, it's awful. Like like right like I'm you know I'm I'm looking at the AP article and like you know the 2018 championship team and 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 you know, them posing with their medals and it's just like and and like you know through through I guess this uh, as this has unfolded you know them finding that uh, Hockey Canada had two slush funds to play out uh, to pay out settlements of uh of claims of sexual uh assault and abuse like the that that by itself that like baking literally baking that into your budget yeah is, yeah is uh, what what that says about about uh the sport and and just the uh you know hockey uh Hockey's very frustrating because it will, it will, uh, you know, it'll be up its own ass about uh, the word character and and culture and things like that, and then, and then you come to see that that what they mean is a very narrow definition of things, and and they tend to not apply in to how you treat other human beings and how you just view the world at large beyond the the rink, um, and. And shit like this just, you know, it, it just leaves a, a real foul fucking taste uh, in your mouth. And and um, I guess all we can say is, uh, you know, we hope, uh, you know, justice is served because it's and it's hard to even say, you know, what that even is uh, in scenarios like this, you know, from from the outside and, and not being uh the person themselves so you know um but this is definitely something that hopefully this is a a fucking wake-up call to hockey and it it, it sucks because like 
there are there have been you know so many skeletons about hockey players and and there there are some pretty horrible stories about hockey players out there if you if you search for them yeah it's it's a google search away for so yeah many. and 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 you know maybe finally you know if if there is if there is you know real consequence and at the very least these guys aren't playing something that i want to touch on that just is a little weird to me and i i guess uh we don't have to belabor this too much because they're going a little late uh, uh the fact that like uh formanton who i believe had had a good year with with ottawa then just wasn't signed and like he was the first one that was speculated because weird Ottawa's not signing this guy mm-hmm. and, and he was on that team and there was never like a statement of innocence from him or anything like that. Right. Uh, and like uh, the fact that, that over the summer, remember the, the flyers are trying to shop. Yeah. Carter Hart. And it, it feels like, I don't know. It, it It's, it's hard to, to, the heart one, the the heart one, I feel like is multi layered because I do think that like he's just uh as a hockey player, I I think that 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 could have happened. But I mean, I know what you mean where you're saying just like it's completely fair for you to speculate that hockey has not given you a reason to trust it. Um, but but hopefully again, this is just it, it, that uh it it shouldn't take this uh unfortunately. Um, it shouldn't, it shouldn't take this at all, but I'm hoping that, that this, at least the, the magnitude and severity of this, uh, 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 really brings about change. It shouldn't take it, but we're here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, you know, as, as stuff, uh, continues to develop, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, you know, uh, and it's depressing, but it is, uh, reality yeah you um, know we're not we're not a box i'm not sure if if, if the uh the grammys talk uh didn't didn't tell you but we we're, this isn't a box score podcast so uh you know yeah. we're we're gonna talk about uh stuff and we're gonna talk about the real shit too um like yeah. this yeah um all right let's end off with talking about the next four islander games which are Tomorrow against the Lightning, Saturday against the Flames matinee at UBS, um, Tuesday against the Kraken, and then the outdoor game on Sunday against the Rangers, the first game against the Rangers this year. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, Flames are struggling. Lightning are peculiar. They're kind of in the same spot as the Islanders in terms of standings. Kraken are struggling, and the Rangers are an inconsistent team that I uh, don't take seriously. Um Although, like I said, they played a really good game against the uh, the Abs the other night. But that, again, part of the reason why I don't take them super seriously is because Jonathan Quick stood on his head. Yeah. It's like one of those things where you just go, this this game could be 8 to nothing if Jonathan Quick wasn't standing on his head. Um, so, like I said, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I want to see 3-1. and one. And yeah, I want to see one of those losses to one of the West Coast teams. Really, I would want to see three zero and one. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially because I think two two and one. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, getting to know the team a little bit, 
and like that that feeling out process now i think that like is is the time where they need to start rolling and i think you could take a 3-0-1 and be like let's fucking go yeah obviously the the you know the outdoor game will be fun fun in and of itself but will it because are our games against the rangers fun until it's like you know they're going to win yeah no they're 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 stressful stressful. they're stressful but i i kind of like the stress um yeah it's exciting I, so, and, and I am going to, so I'm going to be playing a show in, in Chesapeake, Virginia that day. So I'm going to try to, I have to find a bar in Virginia to watch this game. So I'm going to be watching, uh, uh, probably with my band and, and, and probably some friends of mine that are down there. Uh, and, but I'll be the only Islander fan. So it'll be, be just me, uh, yelling, uh, being the one person that cares about the game uh, and reacting to every single play, which uh, has happened before. The last uh, played a show last year during the Islander Ranger game, the one where they had that third period comeback uh-huh. in MSG, uh-huh. um, and and that felt that felt fucking amazing. But yeah, I so I think I agree three zero and one because they 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 have to they like they they have not had a. Their best streak this year was that weird Frankenstein where they were unbeaten, but because they, they, you kept sprinkling in overtime losses every or shootout losses every like third game or something like yeah. that. You know, having a proper, you know, three or four game win streak here would just be huge for this team. Um, you know, Tampa's on on, on going to be on the second half of a back to back. Sergachev had an ugly ugly leg injury tonight uh yeah. that sickened me uh uh but yeah i mean these are all these teams are beatable and and i think uh islanders rangers like that's was first uh islander ranger game that's horvat's first islander ranger game uh that's gonna be i think like it frankly kind of annoys me that it's it's in a stadium because i wish it, they just had like the, the the real atmosphere where the fans yeah. are on the glass and it's in an it's in a it's in a uh, arena so the noise is contained and it's just like swells um but um yeah that's what i'm thinking uh just on that note what what uh what do you feel about the the stadium jerseys um I, I definitely don't hate them, and I didn't hate them when I first saw them. I think it's a – I went to the game against the Panthers, got to see them in person, and you look at it and you go, that's a nice jersey. Uh, I, I appreciate I appreciate someone like Bud Lightleyman's, uh, like, real uh, hatred of them. I, I, I think that I, – I think that his read on the reveal to the alumni being like, like a gun pointed at them uh uh you know yes being like hey you like the jersey right and it's like and and then being like yeah wow you you gotta love how it is blue and orange that kind of uh you know i i appreciate the hate for it um but i think that it is i think that it's cool and it's grown on me and it's the least um offensive nickname jersey that i've seen yeah, I mean it's it's annoying that it it is so much like that's the Smashville jersey. It's better than it to be clear. It because, is because it doesn't say Smashville on yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I think um, 
it's just, you know, it, it's so close to be like, it, it's so, uh, you know, plain that there's not much to react to about it. Like, I, I guess little details I like about it. Like I like the, the numbers, uh, I like the orange, uh, um, outline on the numbers, uh, and A lot of detail stuff, yeah. I, but I wish it's like so close. The fact that they put like, oh, and a nod to the fishermen, the fact that like the inner, um, uh, what's it, what, what do you call it? The collar, like the inner collar is, is teal. If, if they just allowed like the teal to be in the actual jersey somewhere, not even, not even like big again if, if if that was like an outline or if you had like a, a layered outline where it's like blue that uh, and white or you know uh orange teal and you know any any combination of them <clears throat> would have been cool even or even just uh well if they did a proper wave the, the fact that they did a half-assed wave on the on the reverse retro was like the one annoying part of that of that jersey but yeah no i i uh I'm not sure I'm going to get one. I I want to be a completionist. I also like uh don't plan on ever buying a jersey after this year once the Fanatics deal kicks in. But yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. Yeah, I don't know. Um but yeah. Uh I I do know that that the Islanders are going to put a fucking big ass push uh down the stretch here and we are going to uh we're going to be podding with you. Uh, we, we're going to be trying. I, I know my, uh, looks like, I mean, we have a decent gap next week, although unfortunately you'll be a waste. Uh, I could, I could do, I could do Thursday. Next it's Thursday. Uh, uh, three games. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. If not, if not, if not, we'll, we'll get to you after the, uh, if not, we can get back to you after the Ranger game. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, yeah. That's fine. But yeah, um we'll 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 be back at you and uh uh until then uh it, it's important for you to be an eagle and not a duck. Let's go. What a way to end it.